Praise be Jesus and Mary. These two figures in the church, in fact, I actually want to say three, really, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. They were very close to our Lord. Our Lord favored them with very many visits. We know that uh, prior to his passion, that he would spend his time at their place, going back and forth between Bethany and Jerusalem as the time approached his his crucifixion. So they're very intimate. And we know that uh, one of the other Gospels that can be read today is the incident with Martha and Mary with our Lord serving the disciples. And Martha gets perturbed and says to our Lord, Lord, does it not bother you that my sister is sitting there at your feet and I'm doing all the serving? <laughs> um, a little bit of embellishment on my part, but... Uh, Nevertheless, it's about what it was. If you stop and think, it was a, a public. It was done publicly, so it was, you know, certainly humiliation for the sister. You know, Mary's probably feeling like crawling under the floor, you know, because all all the guests are like looking at her. You know, yeah, leave your sister. That's nice. Very charitable of you. <laughs> and our Lord brings home the point of what's most important in hospitality. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. You go over to someone's house and they're so concerned you know, getting you something to eat and waiting on you and running around getting things for you. And you're like, um, boy, it'd be nice to sit down and talk to you. <laughs> I mean, I've had that experience. And it's a, I used to, in fact, a good friend of mine, I used to turn around when I was visiting. It was, she's kind of like a, a spiritual mother for me. And I used to turn around and go sit down in the kitchen so I could talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be she'd be roaming around doing things in the kitchen and if I sat up in the living room she'd just be bringing things into me and I'd never talk to her <laughs> um, you know I was good friends with her with a friends with her son and uh, you know knew her husband and God rest his soul uh, as she's still living but that whole that whole aspect I mean it's true the the hospitality it's certain part of, certainly part of it uh, you know to serve when we have a guest come over you know, our Lord did mention between Simon the leper, if you remember when Simon the leper was greeting our Lord, our Lord actually brings to his attention, you know, we asked him the question about between the woman, the sinner at his feet who's been crying and weeping and wiping his, uh, crying on his feet and wiping the tears off with her hair. Simon looks and goes, you know, this, why is this man letting this woman touch me, touch him? He must not know who she is can't be a prophet if he doesn't know who this kind of creature is. Kind of like she's subhuman or something, you know, looking down on our neighbor. And yet our Lord, you know, on the same time, points out this hospitality. You know, we should be attentive to hospitality. At the same time, our Lord tells Martha, in hospitality, the most important part of hospitality is being able to dialogue with a person. Now, sometimes it's not always possible. I mean, if someone drop in on you and things aren't prepared, and so you're kind of rushing around, well, my suggestion is if that happens, do what I did, just go out in the kitchen and sit with, them. <laughs> sit with them, so that you can you can chit chat with them while they're you know hurrying around. And we saw that Abraham did the same thing, but Abraham had the help of his wife. If you remember, Abraham stayed with the three the three angels, who represented the 
you know, a certain sense represented, you know, God and two angels, or some people say the Trinity. Uh, both are uh, commented on. Abraham stood and he talked with our Lord while his wife was preparing things. And finally, when she was done preparing, she, of course, joined her husband so that she could be a part of that holy conversation. Not to forget why we're doing what we're doing. This is part of what Mary did. She started out with the idea of serving our Lord and doing something for Jesus. But then she got to thinking how she was doing it all by herself. And nobody was helping her. And she started feeling sorry for herself. And then she started to complain. And finally she started to vocalize it. The interior complaining I'm talking about. I'm sure the, usually what doesn't... It doesn't just spontaneously usually come out of the mouth. Sometimes it does do that. Usually there's a little murmuring that starts interiorly, and then it bubbles out, and <clears throat> we wish we hadn't said something afterwards. As Martha, you know, as Mary wanted to hide under the boards in the house, I'm sure after our Lord mentioned her, his little thing, Martha herself <laughs> wanted to crawl under the boards and hide. It's like, oh, oh, I guess I'd forgotten who I was doing it for. It's good for us to be attentive to these things. The work of Martha is something which is for this life only. You're not going to be able to do those things in heaven. There's not going to be people, hungry people to feed. There's not going to be thirsty people. There's not going to be naked people. There's not going to be homeless people or people in jail. There's not, you're not going to have those things in heaven. And you won't be able to visit the people in hell. That doesn't happen. Whether or not, you know, you know what will finally happen with purgatory Everyone assumes that, you know, that's part of the teaching of the church and purgatory. There won't be people in jail because they're in heaven, right? So we won't be visiting people. We do know that some visiting goes on. At least I believe so because I've read different various things that says Our Lady visits purgatory. It comes to collect people and take them out. Um, that's not necessarily part of our faith, but you can believe it if you want. <coughs> We do know at a certain point we do get out. So we're not going to have a lot of these things. We're not going to be burying the dead. A lot of these things won't be happening. But listening to our Lord, being with our Lord, trying to draw closer to our Lord, cultivating our love for Jesus, this is something which we'll continue to do in heaven. It's something that we begin here, we learn here. But it doesn't grow. This is one aspect. It's also true. It doesn't grow in heaven. Our love when we get to heaven is fixed. Only here and now can we help it to grow by doing all those other things, including the things that Mary does. Even bearing in mind that if, as we serve our neighbor, we serve Jesus. This is why we want to render the services of a hospitality if we can. Why we want to do the corporal works of mercy if we can. Because we do it not for the sake of necessarily just that person, but because Jesus is in that person. Or he can be in that person. May Our Lady help us to be attentive to the needs of our neighbor. But as we do so, may we not forget the person for whom we ultimately strive to do all the things that we do for. Not to lose sight that it's Jesus we seek to serve in our neighbor. Praise be Jesus and Mary.